Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. I know you plan all of this, Roshan, but I just wanted to add, I'm actually quite excited because uh, my dad used to support this team. Oh, wow. Your dad was a fan of Balestier Khalsa. I know, right? Did they used to be called the Tigers? Or something? I don't know. It's, it's a while ago. I apologize. They, they do go by the nickname the Tigers, okay. but Balestier Khalsa in the recent years have undergone a bit of a revolution. Right, or, right. I dare say revolution because on the line with us is Peter Deru, head coach of Balestier Khalsa. Peter, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, that was a brilliant use of, 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 <laughs> of your surname, Peter. Wow. Uh, thanks a lot for taking the time. Uh, of course, we're going to talk about Ballester Culture, the plans for 2024. But I want to start off with uh, the sacking of the national coach, something Raushan and I were talking about last night uh, over WhatsApp. What, are you, what was your reaction, your thoughts with regard to this? Um, yeah, to, to be honest, um, obviously, I mean, already in Singapore for a while. And, uh, yeah, I've seen how things go uh, or have gone. Uh, so it wasn't really a surprise anymore. Mm. Yeah, I think you're quite honest in your assessment there, Peter. And I have to ask you, because you're formerly the technical director of Football Association Malaysia, the technical director of Singapore will be making some moves now. What would you, as a former TD, be looking out for when looking for that new man? Uh, well, uh, I think the most important thing, and, and, and I think that might have been a little bit neglected in, in, in the past, um, I think Singapore needs to decide what they want their football to look like, um, how they want um, supporters to, um, um, to engage with the team, and, and what kind of playing style is suitable and, 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 and resonates with the crowd, and then find a, a coach who can implement that um, on the park, in the dressing room, in terms of dynamics with players. And, and, and uh, so, yeah, I think Singapore needs to uh, make a good profile of a coach rather than, than, than you know, doing things uh, sometimes in the wrong order. Mm. Just to instigate a little bit more about this, uh, as someone that's been a TD uh, yourself, uh, how, do, how big a part does culture play in this entire picture? Well, I, I think uh, culture um, always plays a, a, a part. I mean, I, I come from, from Holland, mm-hmm. where, for instance, and, and I'm not talking about, uh, let's say, the Dutch, but um, let's say Ajax, uh, they have a certain uh, um, type of football that they want to play. So, uh, and that's not, that's not going to change. They're not going to compromise on that. That is what defines the club. And now they find a coach. Who fits that? Um, who fits that that profile? And and um, and I think Sing- Singapore needs to go a little bit around uh, that way as well. Because uh, I also think that uh, that here in a, in a different way, culture plays a part as well. And you got to look at the specific qualities of the players. You got to look at um, you know what kind of football um, um, your supporters would like to see, and and. And what kind of football you you, you want to identify yourself with? Mm, mm, mm. That's excellent insight, Peter. Just one final question on that technical director role you had. Your former team, Malaysia, recently mm. competed in the Asian Cup, and maybe they didn't qualify for the knockout stages, but they gave a real good account of themselves. Have you been watching the Asian Cup, and how much have you enjoyed Malaysia's success? Shall we say? Yeah, I must say that uh, because I was uh, I was away of, uh, a bit. Obviously, I followed it, but I haven't seen uh, the games. Uh, I, I do follow or all of the games. I 
obviously do follow Australia and Malaysia with with special interest mm-hmm. and um, yeah I'm aware that that um, you know when I was in Malaysia we um, we changed coats uh, uh, and Tan Chen Ho came in and after that is replaced by um, uh, the Korean coats but the, the football that was started already before has not changed and uh, and I think um, uh, the brand of football that they uh, that they that they want to play uh, is what the supporters like, uh, and it suits the players. And they have been uh, reasonable successful, but yet to now for the first time, um, um, you know, make it to a, to a, to a next round at an AFC. Yeah, okay, that, that's that's next level again. But uh, they definitely were competitive. All right, uh, let's shift our attention and talk about the Tigers. I'm quite excited about this. I guess to set the stage, Peter, how's the prep been so far for 2024? It's going to be quite a long season. Yeah, it's going to be a, a different uh, challenge because it's going to be a, a, a long season. And, um, you know, at the end of, uh, of one and a half year, that's where um, the prices are being divided. So you need to make sure that... Um, you keep your players um, sharp uh, mentally and fit uh, actually for 18 months uh, almost. And uh, uh, yeah, that, that's that's quite different because I remember also last year where uh, we had the competition and, and then all of a sudden the competition was done and we had the cup where we played a game, then a month uh, not a game, then we play again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's all different challenges for a, for a coach, but um uh, I'm happy with uh, with the players uh, and and the work we uh, we've put in so far, and um, to to be and to be honest and to be fair to uh, to the boys, I I don't think I can could ever uh, complain about their work late, their enthusiasm and their their uh, their, their their mental uh, uh, strength. So uh, no, I'm I'm quite happy. Yeah, new year, new challenges beckon for you. But we spoke about that revelation earlier in terms of you coming in and having such an immediate impact on that Ballastier team, right? You essentially changed their whole identity. I'm sure I speak for vast majority of the listeners and fans to find out how did you go about doing that so quickly? Um, well, the, the, the first three months obviously were the hardest because... Uh, you have an idea um, of, of the playing group and the quality, the specific uh, quality in, in, in the different positions, but you also have an idea on and a vision on philosophy on how um, um, what defines me as a coach, you know, how I want to play. Uh, but at the same time, I can't make any changes in the squad. Uh, I couldn't make any changes at all. Uh, but but I but I, I thought look I'm not going to waste uh, waste any time and uh, because I have to do this with the squad that is available and the specific qualities that are available with me and uh, and and I thought I'll, I'll just take the first three months to to okay. analyze and see okay who, who, which which uh, players within this club can uh, uh, can do this and or can in uh, uh, can take this on board and and who do we need to replace and, right. and to be honest in the first after the first three months uh, and you know also within the limitations financially from the club we actually didn't make that much changes last year I think in the starting 11 we only had three or four mm-hmm. different players from the year uh, before that uh, this year is a little bit different because uh, yeah when you have some sort of success uh, you're always going to pay a price for that mm-hmm. and um, you know um, 
it's hard to uh, to maintain that uh, because the budget doesn't increase. Everybody, uh, um, you know, um, obviously things they paid per, uh, they played a part in the success, so they want uh, they want a, an increase in salary. <laughs> so the challenges now were completely different, yeah. and um, and and also I waited for a bit to see you know the, the to see and and read the ambition of of the club in the transfer period and. Uh, and um, I think just before um, New Year, uh, I thought, okay, uh, this is a group of players, and we're, we're not, uh, we haven't really finalised for 100 percent yet. But uh, there will be a group of players this year that that I think uh, can do um, uh, again better than last year. Mm, mm, mm. Can we cope without uh, Roya Taniguchi? Um, yes, uh, I think we can. I mean, um, everybody knows the qualities of uh, of Roya, and um, Roya was a, a player that we definitely wanted to keep. But I also have always been critical on on Roya because uh, you know a game of football is played with the ball, but also without the ball. And I think that there was still a lot of room uh, room for improvement there. Uh, but look, as a number ten on the ball. Uh, um, he he will be hard to replace, but I'm confident that we um, uh, that we will do so successfully. You've successfully made Elliot say, "Can we cope without Rioja?" So it seems like Elliot has no, no, picked no, no. his I mean, team I mean, for I mean, I mean. 2024 already. <laughs> now we talk about personnel. We talked about the depo- departing Rioja Taniguchi, but you've also announced the arrival of Ismail Sassi from Tunisia. What can fans expect from him? Um, well, uh, look. Uh, um, Ismail um, is not the youngest anymore. He's 32. But uh, I am, um, you know, I look at specific qualities in terms of a footballer, but I also look at uh, the person behind the footballer. And, and I think he has the right drive to uh, and the right motivation to come to this club. I know football-wise there will be no problem. Obviously, as any foreigner, he might need a little bit of time to, uh, to adjust to the football, the weather and the, these kind of things. But... Uh, I'm sure he will be an addition. Um, he is not an out-and-out striker, so he will play between the lines up front, similar to what Roya did, or maybe even uh, the position where Daniel Go was uh, was playing last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter, um, a- a- as a sportsman myself, I always feel that there are issues that can be worked out when it comes to discipline uh, or if a person has disciplinary issues. And with that, I'm hinting at uh, Tajeli Salamat uh, and his fair share. <laughs> I thought I knew that. <laughs> I, I love how you laughed about it. But but come on, as a coach, you, you got to be going, hey, I can deal with these discipline issues. Uh, how important is that to translate to the rest of the squad? Nah, for, for me, it's actually very important um, and um and I, I am a type of coach that uh, um, um, I think there should always be room for uh, to make sure that what we do is is fun. Uh, that's okay. why I like. Okay. Uh, that's why the players like the way we play because it's also fun and the training is fun. But it doesn't mean um, that. Uh, well, actually, the most important thing for me is um, and and what I always want in the players in every single training that is focus. Mm. And, and and I think that's uh, that's a little bit of a different word, but for me, focus means that you are disciplined enough and mentally skilled enough that you continue to stay focused on what we try to do and what we train for. 
So um, for me, there is no room with, uh, for discussions with uh, referees. There is no uh, room for uh, retaliation when you get kicked or you don't get a free kick. I don't accept that. Players mm-hmm. don't know that I don't accept it. I don't accept it from my staff. I don't accept it from myself and not from my players. Because if it happens, you can sit next to me or in the stand. It's as simple as that. And uh, because we need to make sure that we stay control uh, of our thinking and and stay focused on what we can control. And that's not a referee and that's not uh, not an opponent. Only what we can do, our own actions. And for me, that's of massive importance. And for me, that means uh, mental skills and discipline. And of course, you can still get better at that. And of course... Tajeli will every now and then uh, maybe uh, um, um, uh, like we all do. <laughs> we, we all are not 100% yes. mentally tough 100% of the time. Yes. Uh, but if we try to control our thoughts a little bit better, then, then um, you'll be surprised how you can change players still, uh, even older players. Do you hear that, Rashan? This is the Dutch philosophy. I, I, I was just going no, to say... No, not really. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's really Dutch, but I'll, I'll give you an example. This is what I said to my players as well. Balasya Kalsa is renowned to always be in the top three of most yellow cards and red cards. Mm. Uh, last year was the first uh, year that that didn't happen. We mm. were actually now on the top of the list mm. together with uh, with Albirex. And... I don't. I don't mind my players being tough and, and play and defend aggressive stuff like that. Uh, but there's no room um, for um, you know crazy stuff. Yes. Um, yes. We we need we need 100 percent of our attention on the football that we want to play. So. No. And, and and you know what? It's it's not going to help you either. <laughs> <laughs> now, Peter, you're clearly a footballing man, and it's been fascinating gathering your insight. We've spoken at length about what you achieved last year in terms of brands of football. What are some tangible markers you're looking, by the way, of targets in 2024? Nah, look, see, that, that's, that's another thing that's related to what I just said. Um, uh, 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 setting a target is, is um, uh, in, in terms of a, uh, a ranking, is, is not the way I operate. Um, I want the, the, the people... Every uh, in the stands and, and whoever talks about Ballastia Kalsa, I want people to talk positive about the club. Yeah. I want to give, uh, I want them uh, to look at a club that they can be proud of, and um, and, and give them a little bit hope that Ballastia Kalsa can be a, uh, um, a a good club um, that plays um, always in the top of Singapore football. If, if and if people then leave the stadium, um, please. And we're full of hope with, for, for what's coming next. Uh, and we create a little bit of a vibe around the club. Uh, then, um, then I think we're on the right track. And uh, in terms of a position, yeah, sometimes that's a little bit deceiving as well. Uh, I mean, um, uh, have we now failed if, if, we're, if, we're not in, uh, if we're not number three next year? Mm. Uh, I'm not sure. And it's not really in my control. What in my control is what we do, what we do on a Saturday. Yeah. And uh, and we need to make sure that we have a clear plan, that we get better. And then I'm sure we will be successful. The Tigers will roar. <laughs> we have been speaking with Peter DeRue, who is the head coach of Bazda Kalsa. Peter, thank you so much for your time today. No worries. Uh, thanks for having me. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.